Hello. Hello. I was looking for Salvador. Salvador? Yeah, Salvador. What? Salvador, S-A-L-C-A-D-O-R. Uh-huh. And what do you want to talk to him for? Uh, I have a personal business matter. He's not there. May I leave him a number? Well, what's the ma what's the personal matter? Are you uh, his spouse? Well, no, I'm his spouse's mother. Oh. My name is Grace. What's your name? My name is Brenda. <laughs> oh, hi, Brenda. How are you? Well, I'm doing all right. Uh, are you coming over with the tequila and the dildos? I don't think so. We've been waiting for you. I'll bet. Yeah. Shame on you. Okay, we are here with Dean DeLeo, guitar player from Stone Temple of the Dog. Well, that, 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 that's close, Grace. It's, uh, let's see, Stone Temple uh, Pilots, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that's okay. I wouldn't, you usually abbreviate that, correct? You go by uh, ST. Yeah, STD. D. That reminds me of something. Well, what was the original band name? Was that the original name? No, we were uh, we were raising havoc around town uh, called Mighty Joe Young. And what, did the record label shoot that down or something? Well, uh, unbeknownst to us, there was a blues cat out of Chicago called Mighty Joe Young, who had been making records when we were in the papers. So uh, we were unable to use that name. Well, you could have went down to Chicago and whooped his ass. Well, you know, uh, I'm a lover, not a fighter, Grace. You should know that by now. Well, I'm from Oklahoma. Sometimes you got to whoop some ass. I don't know. You know those Flaming Lips boys being from Oklahoma? You know those boys? Oh, those there? those hippies. Uh, they were always playing on their skateboards in front of my driveway. Did they? They did. I'm going to have to talk to them. Well, they're always smoking pot. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering when we're going to get to meet Grace. You know, we have some mutual friends, and I've heard so much about you. And uh, you know, I look, I look forward to, to, to meeting you soon, actually. Well, I'd love to meet you, too, but my arm hurts, and I'm just What's tired. Oh, what's the matter, dear? What you do? I have inflammation in my knees. Oh, my goodness. And I have well, something going on with my asshole. I can't figure it out. <laughs> so I'm sorry, dear. Yes, yes. Well, that's okay, honey. Now, listen. This year, we had an unprecedented turn of events, this coronavirus. Um, did you have any plans that were ruined? Well, you know... Uh I, I think I got off light than, than most, you know. This this thing is really uh, doing some damage, wreaking some havoc around our planet. And, uh, uh, yeah, life surely changed. But uh, I'll tell you, if, if I'm going to be on the bright side of things, I sure did enjoy having my kids home and out of school. Well, that's good. Now, do, were you planning on going on the road? Well, we were going to do some shows, but that got... That got, uh, do you like Asia? What's that, Grace? Do you like Asia? Asia? Yeah, I do like Asia, yeah. I do. They were going to get back together and tour. Uh, well, 
they were gonna. Now they're not. Well, we'll see. Time will tell if they're gonna do that. Yeah, uh, but uh, of course, Mr. Wetton will will no longer be about the great, great John Wetton, who was a a part of some of my favorite bands as well as records. You know, John was a part of that first UK record featuring Bill Bruford and Alan Holdsworth and. Eddie Jobson, like what a what an incredible record! But uh, they're uh, lovely people. It, your brother Robert, he plays bass, right? Well, Robert's a multi-talented guy. He plays uh, he plays guitar and and, and bass, and uh, he's just a heck of a songwriter. Wh- which one of you two is older? That'd be me. Okay, so did you ever whoop his ass? <laughs> Not really. He was always bigger than me. Oh, so he would whoop your ass. Younger brothers always seem to be bigger. That's right. Well, maybe uh, uh, you guys got in fights. I don't know. I know Leonard Skinner used to punch one another if they fucked up a song. Well, no, no. We never did anything like that. But uh, we used to kind of get in in squabbles over, uh, like, uh, you know, you're using my, my, my favorite fishing pole and my lure, man. I went to go catch some flounder and and uh it was gone he was he was using it just kind of stuff like that you know oh so what was it like growing up with him well it was wonderful we grew up in a a beautiful uh beautiful place in in south uh new jersey and it was uh it was real uh real huck finn you know just we had a, a lot of lakes and of course and it was just a lot of hiking and uh, and fishing and camping and just uh you know just really enjoying the great outdoors and all that it, our surroundings had to offer i'm really sorry nice. i'm getting a phone call can you hold on a second yeah, of course of course hold on yeah, yeah. hold on a second hello yeah hi are you the head of the house yes i am your number was picked at random to receive the daily news at no charge for one whole year that sounds fair it does. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I, get, I get newspaper. Uh-huh. Uh, the only cost will be a delivery fee of six and a half cents a day. The total for the whole year is $24. I now, tell you now wait a minute. What's the total of that? $24 for the whole year. Now, I thought you said this was free. It is, but we ask you to pay a delivery fee. Well, how is it free if I'm paying? Well, the delivery fee. we got to ask for the delivery fee. Well, that's not free. Well, the delivery fee is six and a half cents a day. Now, $24 for the whole year. You can't beat that. Well, that sounds ma'am. like a lie. No, no, it isn't, ma'am. Uh, the paper is free. We just ask you to pay the delivery fee, the delivery boy. Six What's the catch? Uh, $24 for the whole year. That's it. So there is a catch? No, uh, there isn't really. You just told me there was. No, You're lying to me. The paper is free. How dare you call my house and lie to me? Mass, I'm sorry about that. Uh, That's okay. So I got a joke for you. Yes, I'd love to hear it. What has three legs and a dick? Hmm. A drum stool. <laughs> now, I found <laughs> over, throughout the years that really good drummers are assholes. Now, your drummer, Eric Kretz, he's really good. Is he an asshole? No, he is a, he is a, a very, very kind, selfless gentleman. He's a, he's a good man. So, if you guys got in a fight, which one would win? Well, uh, heck, I don't know. I, I think he might win. I'm I'm not much of a fighter.
fighter. I've actually never been in a fight. Well, he's always beating those drums. I don't know if I'd want to be under those fists. Now, I wanted to talk about your original singer, Scott Stapp. Um, his, did, now, be honest, didn't his weird dancing freak you out? He did some weird dancing. Uh, well, I, I actually showed him a few of those moves, so I gotta, I, I'm going to not try to not let that upset me, my dear. Well, listen, honey, I took my niece to see David Bowie in 1975, the, the Young Americans era, and he comes out with the whole get-up, the cane, the cocaine, the milk. It's not normal. It pissed me off. He was dancing like a goddamn communist. <laughs> Bowie was. Bowie. It was just weird. You, you know. Now, have you ever seen Paul Anka? Now that's a man. Uh, he didn't Paul dance. He's, having my baby. He smiled. He dressed nice. He was friends with Don Rickles. You know. He knew how. <laughs> he knew how to hold a microphone. He he did, and he didn't act weird. He was very nice, and he smiled. Um, I'm going to have to look into some of, old, uh, some of that old Paul Anka footage then. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't know, but Anka wrote my way. That was Frank Sinatra, no? Well, Sinatra popularized it, but Mr. Anka wrote it. Oh, so Frank Sinatra did it his way. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You guys put out your first album in the 90s. What were some of your favorite bands from the 90s? Oh, jeez. I don't know. Uh, I think if I, if, I, if I think back then, I was listening to a lot of Bossa Nova, actually. Boston? More than yeah, a feeling? Well, in Boston, too. I was listening to a little Boston. Uh, I don't know. You know, I, I, I kind of never got out. I, I drive people crazy because I just I'm a real sucker for that 60s and 70s stuff. Speaking of 90s bands, my granddaughter had a baby boy and named him Gavin after Gavin Rasdale. He's the singer of that <laughs> band, Bush. Oh, after Gavin Rasdale? Yes, and I like Bush. I like President Bush. I like Bush beer, and I like having a Bush. Yeah? Oh, you do. You like that home plate down there, huh? I do. I never understood some of those lyrics. I think they were on drugs. Nirvana had that song about a girl. I mean, what's that song about? I suppose a girl. And what about that song, uh, Butthole Son? Uh, <laughs> Which song was that? Uh, Soundgarden. Uh, I don't know. I think when bands, you know, they, they get on drugs and they start writing weird stuff, like Pink Floyd wrote a whole album about a wall. I mean, what the fuck? Maybe maybe it seems like their minds were altered, but it could have been just from their heart, Grace. I don't know. I wasn't there. But, uh, or if you want to step into that world of Pink Floyd, boy, that was some 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 nice music that they made, wasn't it? Well, personally, I like uh, Glenn Miller and stuff. I don't understand it. I understand. It's I understand. upsetting. Well, there's nothing wrong with Glenn Miller. I mean, there was a song on the dark side of the moon called A Great Gig in the Sky, and the lady is just screaming. And I go, what the hell is that all about? <laughs> yeah, I know the one you're talking about, yeah. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to go. I'm having lunch with Sharon Stone's brother. <laughs> really? Oh, that's lovely. Where are you guys? Uh, where are you guys gonna go? Uh, I don't know. We're gonna talk about the business. We're gonna probably go down to Hollywood. 
and and have a power lunch. Uh, that's what they call it. Nice. Well, that sounds lovely, Grace, and uh, I, I appreciate uh, uh, you thinking about me and giving me a shout. And uh, I hope to see you soon. Well, and I hope you stay away from those rock and roller types, because listen, those are the kind of people I was telling you about, Dean. You're the one with something to lose, not them. And I'm talking to you, and that's the only person in this world that can change your life, and that's you. Because once you get out that door, that's it. I hear you loud and clear, Grace. Thank you for that advice.